720 WGN. John Williams got into this conversation a bit earlier today and uh, an enormous amount of text messages. It's the conversation that surrounds right to die legislation. Illinois could become the 11th state to adopt this legislation. Laura Fine is an Illinois senator. And Laura, where does the legislation stand right now? So right now we have just filed the legislation and the process is about to begin. And do you have a personal connection to this? Is there a reason that you feel strongly about this legislation? So I'll be honest with you, up until a few years ago, this idea really never crossed my mind. And then I had some constituents bring this to me, and they shared with me their personal stories and just heartbreaking and felt like if they had lived in another state, uh, their family members would have been able to pass peacefully and with their own control. And they really convinced me that by having this option, it would just make Illinois a uh, more compassionate state. And you represent Winnetka, Wilmette, that area of... Correct. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So we see the same thing on the text line today. There are very few people that are opposed to it. Most people say we afford this dignity to our pets, why would we not afford it to ourselves? But, you know, there are so many questions surrounding it. One said, given that everything about health care in the USA boils down to money, I think the people against this legislation are afraid that they will be pressured into choosing, and this person used the word assisted suicide, which has been eliminated from the conversation because... Um, Correct. This is yeah. not suicide. Um, and that's what we have to make perfectly clear, because the people who choose this option, they don't want to die. They want to live. Uh, but this gives them a, another tool in their tool set. Uh, a, a very important part of this legislation is if this is something you decide to explore, there are more than a dozen safeguards or guardrails put around this before you can even use this legislation. And uh, what we have found and what we have seen in other states is it, it does not come down to money. It comes down to that personal option and if this is something you want to do. But, so it's, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Senator, but can you give us maybe a concrete example of that for, I mean, we talk on the air often about elderly people who are talked into changing their wills by caregivers or by one particular child or another, and they, these people are deemed in court to be of sound mind. So uh, tell me a little bit about your safeguards and how miscarriages would be prevented. Absolutely. Well, in this legislation, uh, it says that two doctors have to say you're terminally ill and have less than six months to live. It also says if there's any question, you have to go through a psychological screening in order to be able to be to receive the prescription. Um, also, something that's very important is it's self-administered. So if you receive the prescription, nobody could give it to you. It has to be by your own personal choice. And we have looked very closely at what, what other states have experienced. And so, for example, in Oregon, where they've had this for 25 years now, um, they have no notable single instance of abuse or coercion when it comes to using um, the, this end-of-life option. 
Illinois Senator Laura Fine is with us. We're talking about Illinois possibly becoming the 11th state to adopt the right to die legislation. If you were to take this pill and, and you know, that would be the end of your life, can your organs still be harvested for donation? That I cannot answer for you. I am sorry. That's a very good question and that I would have to look into. You know, Senator, I think when a lot of us hear this, we think of um, people who are suffering with Alzheimer's disease or some other form of dementia. And the trick there is that they are, they may be of sound mind when they know what's coming for them, but they're not of sound mind at the time that they've only got six months to live, right? I mean, when they see their diagnosis and begin to deteriorate, uh, they've got more than six months to live, and once they're within that six months, they're not of sound mind that would allow them to qualify for this. Tell me about those Correct. people. So it is to my understanding that then this, this legislation would not apply to them because they have to be in sound mind at the time they administer the medication as well. And will the legislation address um, what insurance companies will be re- required to do if I understand many times with people who have died by suicide that if they've had their policy for two years, then their life insurance policy pays out. Correct. Do we and have this, anything in the legislation, you know, that would um, force companies to pay that life insurance policy that somebody's been paying on for years and years and years? Yes, exactly. We do. Um, so under this legislation, uh, medical aid in dying is not considered suicide. And as a result of that, what would go on your death certificate is terminal illness. And so insurance would not be able to deny a family life insurance. And is there an age, do you have to be 18 or 21 to be administered this medicine? Yes, you have to be an adult aged 18 or older. Because somebody had sent something, they said they believe the Netherlands have extended those rights to children, but I think we're pretty far off from that here. Um, yeah, that's not in our legislation at all. Again, just like you said, 18 or over. And I think people who are concerned about it are worried that people will make this choice to save their family from the crushing medical debt that most of us see at the end of our life. So with this legislation, if you decide that this is something you want to have the option of and you have uh Two doctors and a a mental health provider say that, yes, you are making this in sound mind. There are other safeguards that your your medical team will go through as well. They have to inform you of what your other options are. They have to talk to you about hospice, about palliative care, about other medications to keep you comfortable. And again, it's up to you to self-administer. So it is your choice. And what we have also found in some other states is some people will get the prescription and still not use it. But just knowing that they have that option makes them more comfortable. It is interesting. And I know people have a lot of questions. And I think if you want to educate yourself, go read what the bill states. So where can people find that information, Senator? Absolutely. If you go to, there's a couple places. If you go to IllinoisOptions.org, um, there is a plethora of information about um, Illinois' end-of-life options for terminally ill patients. And the bill number, if this means anything to anybody knowing a bill number, is SB 3499. And you can find information and read the entire bill on the Illinois General Assembly website. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll come back on as we 
get closer to this being passed? Because, of course, more questions will come in. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you bringing attention to this because it's something that, like you said, more than 70 percent of people throughout the state of Illinois would like to see Springfield get this done. Illinois Senator Laura Fine on right to die legislation in the state of Illinois. I'm telling you what, there's somebody that is not ready to die, and that is Steve McMichael. I don't know if you saw the piece before the Super Bowl yesterday, but his fight to stay alive is so admirable. And the fact that he shows the face of ALS to the world. Misty even indicated his wife that perhaps when he gets to the Hall of Fame ceremony, he might die on stage. We'll talk about that coming up after Steve's news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN.